0: The following message was preached at Inner Life Church, Tullamarine, Australia.
1: Grace and I are sitting on a couch in church, so we thought we'd bring church online to church right in front of you. So, we're going to talk this morning about the future. 2021 and onwards. So, if you like something that you hear, if you think it's something you totally disagree with today, I just want you to say amen anyway. Just amen um, <laughs> to agree with us because we're going to bounce off you this morning. Can I hear anyone this morning? <gasps> All right, cool. Amen, amen. So I'm just going to get myself ready, but and friends?
0: I was just add, Sorry. Hi guys. Um, so this is just like a bit of a snapshot of what we're actually going to be rolling out after the summer holidays. Um, so this is just a quick look at what what has this year been and, you know, what direction is God taking us in as a church, um, and it's nothing new, but it really is encouraging, and we um, want to share it with you this morning so that you can really think about it, pray over the holiday break with us, and, and start asking the Lord, how can I be a part of this? Um, what do you have for me in 2021? Yeah, amen.
1: amen. Now, that was my bit. I was so oh, sorry. to say that, so <laughs> we're going to talk this morning and just share, yeah, what's going on, and I think, I'm not sure if you are familiar with the word vision but we all have vision for different parts of our life life is multifaceted you've got your family you've got your work life you've got your home life and you should have a vision is having a dream for having an idea for a picture a mental picture of what could be and this conviction of you know what what should be yeah so we're going to share what we believe is what could be for our church and what we are convicted by god that should be for 2021 are you with me so, we want to share this mental picture with you this morning, and Grace said it perfectly. It's a snapshot. So, we're going to flesh it out. In March, everyone will be back, and we're going to roll out um, some more yeah. teaching and things to construct it. But the Bible has a heap to say about vision. So, one verse is going to pop up on the screen right now Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, in the message version. That if people can't <laughs> see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend, yeah, when they attend to what He reveals, they are most blessed. When people, you might have heard it, without vision, Yeah, people perish. Without revelation, people just stumble. Yeah, the Bible says that when we see clearly, when we have vision for our lives, vision for our family, vision for our workplace, vision for our personal lives, our marriage, then we can flourish and we can walk into all God has. So without vision, we're going to perish. And we believe that, hey, as a church, we want to make sure that everyone has vision for where we're going. Yeah, we have a mission here to love God, love people, make disciples. Well, we want to speak vision into that even further um what god is sharing with us so we're really excited and obviously we've got inner life west here Inner Life north here we're all a family and we're glad that we can all be here together but for those in inner life west we love you guys and you guys will get a bit more details later when you guys are in your building um later in 2021 but we're so glad that we can all be inspired here today together so i guess when we want to start about talking about the future grace kick us off Just a little bit of a review
0: yeah so let's look back at what this um what this year was and obviously it was such a different year than any of us would have expected but we started the year off with um a family retreat we all went away to phillip island and we all discussed the topic of adoration we spoke about how much god adores us the lengths that he went to to show his love and adoration and desire for you and i and then our response to that is now to adore him back where everything that we do for Him, our day to day, our service, our ministry is all out of a place of adoration, out of a heart of Jesus. You are so, so, so worthy. Mm. Because, church, He is so worthy, isn't He? Yeah, and that's, that's where the overflow comes from a place of receiving from Him. And now I, I, flow, I let it flow out of yeah, me. I, I mean, let I, people encounter God. Yeah, I know? think
1: of like an image of a glass. of a glass that's just filling with water. And as it fills, go, 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 go. And then it just spills over. Everything in our life should just be a spill, an overflow. this relationship that we have with god and and maybe this morning you're new and you're like i'm not even sure i know jesus well guess what i want to tell you that god adores you yeah amen if you're listening or you're watching this or but god adores you so much that he sent his son jesus to die for you hang on a cross just for you then resurrected to give you a brand new life and you need to know that he adores you and you're now invited we're all invited to respond to that and simply adore him back so at the end of this little talk we're going to give you an opportunity to receive jesus And I'm so glad that you're going to be able to connect with God today.
0: Yeah, definitely. And we also spoke about on that same retreat um, the purpose of Inner Life Ministries. And I'll quickly read it. Inner Life Ministries exists to lead people into a fulfilling life of believing that they can be holy like God and be free to love and live like Jesus. And that's why we exist as a church, so that people would know that they are holy like God, that they have the power now to go out to love and to live like Christ, and to really glorify him with their life. Amen. And our mission as a church, and I love that our vision really is kind of the picture or the way in which we're we're going to do our mission, which is to love God, love people, and make disciples. And that really comes from the Great Commission, what God called the believer, the disciple, to do, which was to love him, love people, and make disciples. And we also spoke about the vision that God has for your life on an individual level. He wants you to encounter him continually throughout your life. He wants you to always be in a place of finding freedom discovering your purpose what he has for you as a person as your own person and really getting into that place where you're leading in life where you're doing what you believe God's called you to do amen, mm, amen. and then obviously COVID hit straight after that retreat um and churches we knew it changed <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that happened. So, yeah, so COVID happened and, you know, for some of us, most of us, church our whole life was coming and meeting on a Sunday and celebrating together and that was now different. That changed.
1: Yeah, I think I missed four or five services from zero to 30 years old. <laughs> so that ruined my whole church record. COVID. Hate yeah, it,
0: yeah. So it was different. It looked different for all of us. Um, and, you know, you guys you really did so well. And we do want yeah. to just say a big thank you, you know. Yes. Yeah, thank you to you all.
1: Yeah, to everyone who, uh, everyone who was serving before, during, and now even after, you guys have done so well. And we're really proud that as a church we navigated the season, I think, really well. Um, some churches' doors closed and the church also closed with that. Oh, we're so blessed that we mm. are a part of a community that's bigger than the building. We are the people. We believe, yeah, the church is the people, and mm. we're really grateful that uh, that everyone was able to press into Jesus. And yeah. obviously, COVID's not over. We're still navigating, but we know together we're going to get through it. And together we are, yeah, the ecclesia. We are the church. Mm. And I'll really just cool. add
0: to everyone who maybe didn't get an opportunity to serve this year because maybe your ministry was tied up in the Sunday. Mm. But we just really want to thank you for sitting on the other side of the screen because. I know even for me personally, you know, it was hard having my kids there. It was hard to stay connected to the screen, hard to, like, engage with what was happening. But for all that seed that you planted into this year, putting God first, getting along, viewing it, I know God's going to really I- express to you and show you what, what, what he had for you in this year. And you're really going to see um, a reaping of that too. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: amen, amen. And it was right in the middle of all this, everything was happening that we were really praying and saying, all right, Lord, you knew this was going to happen. Nothing mm-hmm. surprises you. Um, so, like, what is the gift in this messy storm? What is the opportunity? Because God always has it. Yeah? He think, He doesn't see problems. God sees solutions and opportunities. And in yeah. that whole prayer, in that discussion with God, we've really felt like we're asking ourselves, okay, what is the church? Why do we even exist? What is this thing? And when we look at Jesus' words and our words and the Book of Acts' church and our church, like, is there there is a symmetry between us and them because we definitely want to have a church that is a biblical book of acts church which we have heard for a few years now Mm -hmm. and it was in that whole season where we discovered again a fresh definition that what is the church it's the ecclesia it's Mm -hmm. god's church and it's not a building it's a people and it's not about an event it's all about a person named jesus so we're so pumped that we even got to discover all of this in this time Yeah, it
0: really was um, a blessing in that sense. We feel like the Lord really took that moment that we had um, to kind of relook at things and maybe things that we thought maybe this would have taken us a few years to realise. It's like you shared Mm -hmm. it with us in in this different season. Um, And I think that's why we feel so um, convicted to share it with you all, because, you know, God's given us this message and COVID's given us this platform, this opportunity to now let's do this. Let's make this, you know, continue to make it a priority. Let's speak about it. Let's make room for it. Um, Because, you know, our world, we have a problem. As believers, we have a problem. And that is that there are people out there who don't know Jesus. And if that's, yeah, it's true. And if that's not a problem for you, it should be. It is a problem. It is a deep problem that we have, that people don't know Christ. They haven't encountered him. They haven't been set free. They're living bound. They're living in a place where they don't know why they exist. They don't know that there's a creator who made them, who wants to know them so desperately, who sent his son to die for them. And this is a problem that we feel and that we're sure you all share with us. This is a problem that we need to find a solution for, that we need to be a part of the yeah, solution amen. for, amen. And also, you know, for me growing up in church, I kind of tied my ministry and my service and my uh, service toward the Lord within the confines of church and in with what ministry I was, you know, um, volunteering for. And that's kind of where I personally saw my service to Jesus. So outside of my, you know, my Sunday or, you know, my youth events, I was a nice person and I was friendly, but I purely was intentional at my church events to serve the Lord. And I think this too can be a bit of a problem, and this is how we see serving God, because this isn't what Jesus exactly intended. He intended when he said, I'm going to build my church, he wanted us to just be a people who in our every, every day are used by God. And this is something that we really want to shine a light on, like, hey, yes, it's important to serve, and it's great to meet on a Sunday, and we love it, and we'll always continue to do it. But we also need to be everyday believers who are used by God.
1: Yeah, amen. Yeah, so the Mm. real problem we see is that there's so many people unreached, and they need to be met, they need to be told that, hey, you can be right with God, you can be just like Jesus, holy and accepted, Mm. and that as believers, we need a bit of a defibrillator to shock us out of this... If, you know, it's so easy, I grew up in the church too where serving is God's day, Sunday, but then Saturday to, you know, all the other days, you know what they are, they're mine. <laughs> so I give God his one day and then I get to keep six, but that's not how it works. Our lives, when we said yes to Jesus, we made a decision that Jesus is now my King and I'm going to live my life for him as a disciple of Jesus Christ. So we, we, we are so excited that although we see this thing, we know we're going to tackle it head on. Yeah. And we want to remove the in here and out there concept of life. That we're in here as Christians and we gather and we try to... The church is not on the defense. We're actually called to be on the offense. And we are so excited to bring that home and to really teach and bring light to that. So the solution for us, the solution to the problem of people not being saved and Christians falling into just passiveness and, and serving on an event on a weekend is that we, like Grace has said, are we going to be a church and be a people that are everyday believers, that living on mission every single day as Christ's Ecclesia. And you've probably heard us if you were with us on the series, but Christ's ecclesia is found in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. I'll just read it. It says that, and I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock Mm -hmm. I will build my church. That word church in Greek is ecclesia. I'll build my ecclesia, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail, won't even withstand. Jesus here changes the game. He says the church is not a place you go. The church is not a time and a program and an event. The church here is a people group that are called on a mission. Amen. And Jesus says here that the gates of Hades will not, if, the, if this is the gate of Hades, we're actually banging against it. It won't be able to prevail against us. The believers that God envisioned, the mm-hmm. church that we envision is a people on the offense, not hiding, trying to yet be on the defense. And we believe that it's a 24-7 thing. It happens in our homes. It happens every day because we're living on this mission. And, and we believe, yeah, that the ecclesia is a people movement belonging to Jesus as his church called out on God's mission. as we embody that as a solution, we're going to see those two problems of the lost being saved. And we're going to see yeah, believers getting activated in everyday life, which we're so excited for. We think mm-hmm. it's going to be powerful. So, um, yeah, I yeah. think that's the solution.
0: Yeah, definitely. The solution is that it's us being used by God in our everyday. And yes, God will call you to serve in ministry. And it is so important. Our kids ministry, our youth ministry, what we put on on the Sunday so that people would feel welcome into this family and come to know Jesus. It is all vital and important. And we are really praying and believing that if you see a need in church, that you'll put your hand up to help that you'll get a part of our teams and serve and be a part of this community who's loving and reaching the community. But it does look like us in our everyday, putting more emphasis and more intentionality into, Lord, how can you use me today? I'm gonna really focus on sharing my faith with this person or that person or making time for my family. You know, this vision that we see just looks like a thriving church who are thriving in loving God, loving people and making disciples. It looks like the business people in our church really seeing God move in their ministry, in their business as a ministry. Their employees being their disciples. It looks like our youth bringing their friends to Christ. It looks like... I've written a few things here. Um, I've got here... Ooh, I've said all of them oh, families raising children not just raising them sorry but really raising disciples and praying with their children yep. their children seeing them pray on people their children seeing you invite you know invite yes, people good. to your home praying together sharing witnessing um, that's a real desire that I have you know I want my kids to grow up thinking oh mum and dad serve God every day I don't want my kids to think mum and dad serve God on a Sunday that's when mum and dad serve. I want them to think, my mum and dad serve God every day. I see my mum and dad serving people when they invite people into the house. Amen?
1: Good. Yeah, yeah amen. And we want them to also feel a part of it. We want them to yeah. participate in what mm. God is doing. So they're not spectators to us, but they're deeply apart, woven in. And just to give you a visual of what this looks like, just last, mm. I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so I've changed that now. Okay. So just like two weeks ago, uh, we were blessed to have Tim and his team, the remnant team, come over our house and... Um, Since COVID, we haven't opened a house too many times. It's probably like the second biggest event we've had. And I don't know, it's anywhere from 30 down people, because we are COVID safe. And we (laughs) had the right amount of people there, um, elbowing and all that. And then it was on this night where, so we had food, people, some people was the first time coming to the group. Some people had been on the journey with Tim and the group for a while, but we had all these bunch of people at our house, having food, having a laugh. um, And you could just sense like God's presence was really there. And we got the privilege Obviously, we have a pool in the back, which is cool. And we organized, hey, we're going to have some baptisms. So we had three guys say, yes, I want to be baptized. They came. And we're in the pool. We got, we got Jordan, who's getting baptized. His car's <laughs> headlights is also the light to see the baptisms. Um, people are in the water. We're praying for them. People are getting filled with the Holy Spirit. There's prophecy flying. And people's lives are totally transformed. And what my favorite part is is that Isaiah was there watching and in the pool with us the whole entire time. And he was having the best night of his life. And after I'm asking, did you have fun tonight, buddy? And he's like, yes, I swim in the dark, I swim in the dark, <laughs> uh, which is new to him. But even the next day, I got to, again, make the moment that, hey, buddy, this is, this is what we do. This is normal. Um, you see mommy and daddy praying you know, in the pool, and I can't wait for that just to become a normality. And that's kind of what we're envisioning. When we say Christ, we're looking at a church that is happening at your home, around your table, yeah. uh, at your workplace. Like Grace has already said it. This yeah. is a church that we want to be. Um, and it's not for numbers sake. It's not to be, some, it's to be the church that Christ, He yeah. spilled his blood for us to be. So mm-hmm. we feel like he, he, we owe it to him to be, yeah, the, to, for him to receive the rewards of his sufferings. And this year we got a word um, at the start of the, at the retreat four times in four years. And we really believe and that God is doing that. And on this night, four times in four years, the church will be, God wants to grow the church by four in four years. And that's what he wants, not even what we want. Um, And on the night, we had three baptisms, but out of nowhere, Kamal first time coming, I think not sure what seeds have been planted but he's like i want to be baptized so he was the fourth guy baptized and after that someone came up to us and just said hey i think this number four is a prophetic confirmation that hey four times in four years god is doing this not something that we can manufacture it's not something that we are trying to manufacture but we just know god's heart is for people to lost to be saved for people to know they're holy and they're righteous and he's going to bring them in we just have to make space for it we need to make space allow the holy spirit to do what he wants to do so here's how we're practically going to do that Here's for me this is how we can make space because on that night i cleaned the pool we got the barbecue ready we made space and then god filled the space yeah and we as a church want to do the same thing so how we're we going to do it these are our plans yeah and the vision stays the plans come and goes but these are the plans so far our plan is that for us to become this ecclesia we're going to have to have again more and more teaching and a breakdown for parents, for families. How do I live this eclesy out in my home? So we're going to teach you how to show your faith in your home, how to pray in your home, how to have people over, how to physically, even the hospitality side of it, yes. how to make sure your home is an environment where people can encounter God, where you know they're not getting licked by your cat and all sorts of, all that crazy <laughs> stuff. But we're going to teach on it and teach on it and teach on it until we all know it and we all can replicate it. Amen? We're going to teach on it. Um, and another huge thing is like, if lost people are important. We're going to save them, then we've got to know them first. We're going to have some kind of relationship with them. We can't just invite them to church. The new the new thing is that, hey, before you invite someone to church, first invite them to your home. Mm. If you really care about someone and they, their, their life means to, let's invite them for a coffee, let's invite them to our house before they come to the service. So what we're doing is that, hey, if we want to make time for people, What we're doing is that we're going to meet every Sunday again, 10 a.m., but now nights are going to be used. Church won't be here. Church will be at your house. Mm. So we're not going to have Sunday night services. Here, we're going to have Sunday night services in your home. You and your family, you and your neighbors, you and your lost family, even people within the church. We want to grow as a community. We want Mm. to build something that God and make a space for it. It's all good for us to say, let's save the lost, but then our programs are so full. We don't really have any time to. I know we are so full. Mm. So I'm like Sunday night now. We've got neighbours on the left and on the right. And we're, we're going to win them for Christ this year. Yeah, you exactly. have unsaved family. Yeah, you have neighbours. So Sunday night is going to make space for that. Now, yes, are we going to meet again on Sunday nights? Yes, we will. We're going to have encounter nights. And as we sow seeds over the weeks, then we're going to bring them to once every four or five or six or eight weeks. We're not locking it in yet. We'll bring them on a Sunday night. And it'll just be a worship and God's presence and a word to give them an encounter with God. Mm. So Sunday mornings will be on every Sunday, 10 a.m., but then Sunday nights, it'll be church at yours. So, yeah, there'll be church, but it'll just simply be at your table, at your home, yeah? Mm. Also, what we're going to be doing is we want to get the church thinking and breathing as disciples, yeah? For some of us, we may have thought or heard, if I say, hey, what's a disciple? We'll get Luke 14. We'll get lay it all down. We'll get being evangelist. We'll get 10 people. I ask him, we'll get 10 different definitions, and that's great. Because there is complexity to it. But we want to simplify it. What is a disciple? We've come up with this definition. Pastor Peter um, and leaders have made this. This is a definition of a disciple. That you are. Yeah, you are this. So as I read this, think of yourself. Whether you're new or you're here for a while. A disciple is a follower of Jesus that is pursuing a relationship with God, the lost, and his church. Yeah, amen. According to the words of Jesus. That is a disciple. A disciple is a person, a follower... So he's a, a follower of Jesus that's pursuing, yeah, pursuing, mm. chasing after a relationship with God, with the lost, and with the church, yeah, it's good. according to the words of Jesus. And we all can do that. We all are doing that. Mm. And we want to get the mind out of us that we don't just have a confession, we have this conviction that we are people every day that are disciples. And you're on a journey, we're all on this discipleship journey at different stages, but we all are disciples of Jesus. And we don't want to just create followers, we want to create these disciples. And as we all embody this discipleship, It's going to be great. So we're going to have a course, a little quick course that we'll give to you that when you bring your friend, your neighbor, that you've been sharing on Sunday night, now you have this seven-week course where you can sit with them and you walk them through what it means to now be a disciple. So not only are we saying be a disciple, we're giving you a tool, then literally have them over or you can do it as part of like a group once a week. But you have a tool, a course that you'll never be able to run. And as just having my eyes on it, it's a blessing to me. It reminds me again of what yeah, who I am. And it's also going to be a huge tool for the future. So we're definitely headed in discipleship. And again, we're going to be unlocking prayer and fasting. We're going to launch core values to help foster this sort of ecclesia heart. Um, We're going to be fasting again. We're going to fast from February the 1st. So keep that in your diary. February 1st, 21 days. Whatever you're going to give up, whatever you're going to pray into, whatever you're going to step into from Feb 1 to Feb 21. 21 days of prayer, seeking Jesus, fasting. And then we're going to have another seven-day stand Later on in August, again, like we did this year. But all these little things, yeah, are just ways that we want to say, hey, this is the vision, but this is how we're going to make it happen. This is the vision, and these are the plans that we have. And I really envision, just like we had at our house, all those people, we want to have all these homes, the homes that represent today, we want to be houses of acts. We want our homes to be spaces where God can move, where there's deliverance. Our kids are watching people shakabah shakaba, rolling on the floor. That's awesome. We want to be places where God can move, yeah? Houses and homes of acts. So that's all I wanted to say to that.
0: Yeah, amen. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's just so, we just feel so strongly about it because we need to do something now because we, we come back to the problem that there is a lost world. You know, it's, it's not something new we don't know, mm. but it is a very pressing fact on the, on the heart of the Father. So that's why we're going to act now. We're going to do something now. We're going we're to just make an effort, be intentional to really be like, hey, guys, are we witnessing to people? Are we sharing our faith? because that is important to the heart of God. It is so important to the heart of God. And we're really believing and seeing that we're all just going to get on mission in our everyday, And we're going to come together on a Sunday. We're going to, if you feel called to do something within church, we welcome your help. And we are just going to be a really great community of people where everyone is welcome, all are equal. And people will come here and they'll be set free like they have for many years. They'll come here. They'll be set free. They'll find community. They'll find family here that someone who's just one step ahead of them will be able to take them through this discipleship journey. This is how you pray. This is how God feels about you. This is how he loves you. It's just going to look like a very practical Christian life where you're able to disciple someone, witness to someone. Your kids, your family, your friends will see you just being Jesus Praying, sharing your faith with people, and just being Christ. That's what we really envisioned for church in 2021. Let's get back to the basics. It's not about, you know, a big show, people sitting and listening to us speak. No, it's about all of us sharing our faith in the everyday, pushing forward the kingdom of God. Amen.
1: Amen, amen, amen. amen. We're so excited. Are you excited for this, church? Amen. We're um, to... Time's going. I'm just going to quickly this read this. Yeah, I'm. I'm just going to quickly read this scripture because this, for me, listen to this. This is Paul in Ephesians chapter 4. Listen to what you'll hear in this, what we're sort of pursuing. So Ephesians 4, this is in NLT, so you can shut your Bible because you probably don't have it. But uh, NLT, now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work. And to build up the church, the ecclesia, the body of Christ. This will continue until we've all come to such a unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed to and fro, being blown around by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced with people when people try to trick us with lies or so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of the body, the Ecclesia. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love.
0: Amen. Amen. So this is
1: the church that God gave to Paul. This is, again, the Ecclesia that we are wanting to build. And and I think time is now. Um, I'm 30 years old and I've turned that page where I'm like, I'm not young anymore. I'm kicked out of most groups. Um,
0: I'm,
1: you know, my hair's thinning. I'm getting older, but I just made the decision. You know, I can't, there's no point, I'm at that part of my life now where I'm not, no point waiting for anything to come anymore. Life is whatever I'm going to make it to be. So I'm deciding, we're deciding, hey, let's go 100% for Jesus. Like if I live my life and I get to the end of it, I don't want to have any regrets um, obviously, some people here are more mature than me, You're like, you're young buddy. But I, st- I feel like I'm, my life's moving so quick and I'm making the decision. We're making the decision. Mm. We're hoping you will too. Yeah. That We're going to just pour out our life for mm. Jesus and we're going to build something that is going to reach more people than we could ever do individually. But together, we yeah. can do something special. So the time we believe mm. is right now to make this change. And COVID has mm. offered us, we feel like it'd be silly for us not to launch something that God has provided us this fresh reset. It didn't cause COVID, but he definitely wants to use it. For mm-hmm. the world who the world right now is, is shaken. They're looking for hope. They don't know what's going to happen in God. For his church as a, as a large church, the Capital C Church, he's looking for us local churches, I think, all to step up so that the church at large can all be reached yeah. and that we as a church can, yeah, fulfill God's plan of redemption. So we're so Amen. grateful um, that That's we get good. to be a part of this and we're expecting, yeah, for God to move and mm-hmm. for God to do so many different things. So what we're asking from you, we're asking for you to, to join us mm-hmm. and to commit to pray. Commit to pray from this point on that we are going to all become Christ's ecclesia. We're looking for you to commit, to get on mission, to serve. Yeah, You have a spot to play. You have a part to play. We need you in the game. Mm Because we we have church and it's great, but we're better when you get in the game as well. And we know there's a spot for you and there's a place for Mm -hmm. every single one of us. We can all serve and we want us to continue... To, uh, to give and to fund what God's going to do. And we know that God's going to use our commitment, mm. use our prayers and use our funds to really expand yeah. uh, God's ecclesia, which we're really excited about. So um, I guess that's really the main part from us. But why we're doing all this again is because Jesus is so worthy of it. We're talking about a church we're going to mm. build because he laid down his life so that we can build upon his life. And when we just talk about Jesus for just a second again, I just want to remind you that he's so worthy of every decision, every ounce of energy, every anything that we can conjure up or pour out on his feet. There's nothing we can pour out on his feet and we think like we've actually paid him back. We're always going to live indebted to God because he's so good and he's so loving and he's so graceful. So everything that we're doing is because he's worthy. It's for adoration and that's always going to be our way. And maybe this morning you're like, okay, there's a bunch of people sitting around on the couch literally talking about Jesus. But we are doing this because he's so good. Yes. And if you don't know Jesus right now, again, I, just, I want to give you an opportunity to give your heart to him, to surrender mm. your life to him. Because it's the best and greatest decision you'll ever make and one that will change your eternity forever. Mm. And it's not but a, a, an insurance policy for later when you die. It's actually, I need Jesus now. And I believe this mm. year has shown you that you need hope in something eternal. You can't place your peace in something temporary. We need an eternal hope. We need a living hope. And I'm here to tell you that it's Jesus Christ. So if you don't know him personally, I want to give you an opportunity just to raise your hand in just a second. And I'm just going to pray and you're going to repeat after me. And for privacy reasons, I'll get you to close your eyes for them to be comfortable. This is a special moment. And like I said, just raise your hand. I'll get you to repeat after me as I say this prayer. And church, let's just really, um, I guess we're not, we won't pray. I will pray together. But if you're new, I want you to raise your hand right now. Okay. On Mm -hmm. three, God loves you. And I want you to raise your hand on three. And he's ready to change your life. Two, he's got a vision for your life. One, he's ready to love you. Just raise your hand right now. Shoot it up if you want to receive Jesus. Mm. Amen. I see you. Amen. Anyone else We're going to pray right now? Amen. Let's pray with me. Church, let's pray this together. Jesus, I need you.
0: Jesus, I need
1: you. To come into my life.
0: To come into my life.
1: And change me.
0: And change me.
1: I believe you died for me.
0: I believe you died for And me. that you rose for me. And
1: that you rose for me. And I receive your forgiveness. And I
0: receive your forgiveness.
1: I want to follow you. Follow you. And I want to get on mission. Okay. get
0: on mission.
1: Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus. Amen. Name. Amen, amen. 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 Let's give the Lord a clap. Do you need this? I saw your brother, and I saw a few people. So we're going to give you a Bible because we really care about helping you on your journey with God, and we know that this is this life's not meant to be done separately. It's meant to be done together as a community. Mm. So what I'm going to do is get us all to stand up. Yeah. And as soon as we'll, you walk out. Of the building there's someone in the foyer who will have a bible for you but as a church we're going to finish um by just raising our hands and we're just going to pray together for our god to just bless the plans the vision that has given us this clear picture for the church again this is something we've heard before but this is we feel like god wants to do it again so we're just going to believe that we are going to become christ ecclesia so as hands are raised and hearts are abandoned right now lord you see these hands those in the other room the mums Bless them, Lord. You see that our hands, Lord, these are representing our hearts today that are saying, yes, Lord, we want to be your ecclesia. Mm. We want to be, Lord, the church you spilt your blood to be. We want to become the people, God, that the lost are dying to know. That we have the answer, we have the solution, we have the living hope, Jesus Christ. So I pray, Lord, from this point on, stir our hearts. Speak to people, Lord. I pray for dreams and visions just like you've given me, Lord. Give, give them to us as a family. I want everybody on mission. We don't want, Lord, to have leaders who serve. We want to be leaders that equip the church for the work of ministry. We want to be a people, Lord, that have our homes as houses of acts for you. We want to be a people, Lord, that see the kingdom come. in our every day, not just on a Sunday. We want to be a people, Lord, that are totally devoted to, totally surrendered to, totally committed to, totally in love with, Lord, a person, not a place. So this morning, Lord, as we raise our hands, as we raise our hearts, as we abandon, Lord, what was to hold on to and run after what is, we say thank you. And I pray, Lord, that you speak to every single one of us. And as we move into 2021, Lord, we know you're there. We're not worried for the future. And just, Lord, like the Roman Empire couldn't stop your ecclesia. No COVID can stop your ecclesia. No sickness can stop what you're building. No no fear can stop what you're building, Lord. So we say thank you in advance. We put our faith in your hands. And we say, Lord, may it be in yes and amen. And all God's people said, amen, amen, amen.